Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The original buck, number 14, retired in the rafters at the new Fiserv Forum, and he helped hoist the 1971 NBA championship. John McLaughlin joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Johnny Mac, appreciate the time. Hey, happy, you know, I always like to come over with you guys. Happy to be there. Oh, hey, can I ask Johnny Mac a question? Get in here, Gary. In 71, John, did you guys have a parade in 71? <laughs> You're poking the bear, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm just curious. Did you guys have a parade or not? I didn't have it. You've never heard me talk about that, man? I, no. Like the I never heard you talk you about it. No. no. We had no parade. We had no recognition from the city. We had no recognition from the state. And, and you know, it, it, it kind of hit us in 71. We were aware of it. But it really struck me down in, what was it, 82 when the Brewers went to the World Series? Mm-hmm. And, um, and they had a parade for coming in second. And I realized we never got a parade for, for winning at all. So, no. Gary, we we had nothing from the city or the state. Actually, we still have it, and um, it just kind of passed. Well, it's not too late. Once they win the championship, we'll make sure we get you guys a float. Because I'm yeah, we'll get them their own float. I'm in charge of the parade uh, committee. We're going all the way to Rockford, Illinois, and coming all the way back down towards Rylander. So we'll pick you guys up. Who was the owner at that particular time, John? Hey, wait a minute. If LB gets involved there. You know, the great LB yeah. and leads that charge, I know we'll have a parade, right? Damn right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was the owner at that time, John? The owner was uh, Wes Pavlon Mm -hmm. and his group with Marv Fishman. They were the two heads, uh, and they were, uh, and they had a group of other people, but but I think think Pavlon and Marv were the primary owners, and they were involved. But, you know, it wasn't their responsibility to tell the city to have a, a parade for us. It was the city and back then was Mayor Meyer, and it just passed. And um, I think it's sad. It's it's too bad. Well, were the, were, were, were the Bucks at that? Were they disconnected from the city, or not? To my knowledge, okay. I, I can't speak to where Mayor Meyer was. Right. But um, but I will say this: the fans mm-hmm. they were there uh, when we came back from Baltimore the next day because we we flew commercial and had to fly the next day. Um, <laughs> we. I'm told there were ten to 15,000 people at the airport, and it was a great experience because they had, to, they had to let us out on the tarmac. It was a beautiful day, and we had to walk in um, down where the baggage claim at that time was and the, and the, the baggage carts, and they got us to our cars. It, uh, two police officers took Pam and I to our car, and I'm assuming that happened with each of the players, and then people were just all over my car and and trying to get out of there, we needed police to do that. So the fans came out okay. for us that day at the airport. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Did you know I that, also, I also didn't know that. Yeah. You knew that? There yeah. was no parade? Yeah. yeah. I never heard that story. Got oh screwed. Yeah. It's pretty sad. It's yeah. pretty yeah, sad. Yeah, it is. That, that the mayor didn't do it and right. the governor. I don't know who the governor was at the time. Yeah. I don't recall. Yeah. But, uh, you know, 48 years ago. Yeah. But um, maybe someday, maybe when we win it this year, uh, we'll get a parade for our – 71 team, too. Be nice. Go ahead, Stevie. 
Uh, okay, yeah. so Middleton uh, obviously hasn't played all that well in this series as far as scoring the basketball. He's rebounding and defending, I think, at a pretty good level right now. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. Do you think that him playing uh, defense the way he is and having to guard Kawhi Leonard on the other side is probably taking away from what's happening on the offensive side? Well, Spark, I knew I would start getting into the real nitty-gritty stuff once you start asking questions. I know you, you're, you're into it, you know it. And I, lo- I love that about you, Spark. Love it. But um, I, I, I think it plays a role, absolutely. Um, and, and the other thing is, you know, I, I listen some and I pay attention to what's going on around the talk shows and you guys and, and media, you know, print media and what have you. And, and, you know, and I know you guys were having fun with the brooms and all that. Man, I never would go there. Toronto's a good basketball team. They got one of the five best players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, and they're not as deep as the Bucks, but they're a good basketball team. And, and look at their ranking all year long defensively, along with the Bucks. What, one and two spark? Yep. All year? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and everybody's talking about, oh, you know, Bucks are going to roll. Don't ever assume that. When you get to this point in the playoffs, anybody could win it except Portland, who really is disappointing. And I think I think Denver might have had a better shot at Golden State than Portland. But you know, at this point, you just can't be you know sweeping and doing all that stuff because you got to go play the games. And they win if Toronto wins one more game, it's even. Now it's down to three games. Right. And 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 when it goes to the seventh game, you know we all love having the home court, but guys. Anything can happen on any given night. And I thought Toronto defense was superb. And I'm not hearing anyone talk about, you know, talking about, well, you know, Giannis was off and, and Middleton was off. And, well, come on, did you look at the defense they did on Giannis? There was always three to four men in front of him in the paint. They did a, Toronto did a great job. Now, that doesn't mean I think we're – I absolutely believe we're, we're the best team. And I think we're the only team – that can challenge Golden State, by the way. No, that's, and I, and I not just remaining. That's that's in the NBA, quite frankly. Right. I don't disagree with you on that. I, I think uh, they they gave Giannis something different. But what I didn't notice, John, that 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 twelve foot or fifteen footer for Giannis was open all day long, and he kept just trying to just push it in there, and they were just closing that thing off. And then another thing too is the fouls discrepancy. And I'm not saying they cheat or anything like that, but but Giannis just weren't getting those foul calls like he had the previous games, and I think that kind of upset his game a little bit. You know, Gary, that those are great points, but I think you got to credit Toronto. Absolutely, they, they decided. They, yeah, they decided two things: we are not going to let Giannis get to the basket. We're going to mm-hmm. pull four guys in, and if they beat us from the perimeter as he kicks it, we're going to gamble on that. And two, we're not going to put him on the line this time. We're not going to foul him. I thought Toronto's defense was outstanding the way they did that, and when Giannis would try to go there. I mean, he had a wall. Yes. I only, I only faced that twice in my life, and that was in high school on a box and one. And, it, and if you don't have a jumper going for you, you got a problem. And Giannis did have the two-point jumper, and I think it's just a mentality factor. Of It, it seems like Giannis is thinking, well, I'll take a three-point shot once in a while when they give it to me or all the way to the basket. But that two-point world where Chris Middleton is typically good, as we all know, and Spark, you know this, it is not overly used in the NBA. No, not at all. It isn't. Talking with the guy that had the best jumper, John McLaughlin, joining us on the Wendy's Big Show. One second. I, I want to ask your, your opinion on his, this. Now, again, as a Bucks fan, I'm not very educated 
uh, uh, when it comes to playoff basketball because I haven't seen a lot of it in my life. But having said that, um, <laughs> sorry, that was a shot. Um, no, it's true. Right. But th- this is my thing. So everybody's all wound up about the refereeing. And, and I understand that and I get that. And I, I realized it last night doing the postgame show when it was coming up, and that is Major League Baseball, when you have a playoff series or World Series – or it's a best of seven, you have the same umpiring crew that rotate bases or whatever the case may be, but it's the same guys in every single game. In basketball, you're bringing in new crews every game of a series. Do you think that's something that needs to be looked at and maybe have the same ref crew for an entire series, which then now lends yourself to know kind of how each game is going to be called by those three gentlemen or two gentlemen and women, whatever the case may be? Interesting concept, Spark, no question about it. But I would guarantee you if that happened, you're going to hear uh, complaints on the other side. Well, mm-hmm. these, this referee has it in for me or for this coach, right. or for this player. We've already heard a little bit of it. Yeah. And if you keep the same ones, you're, you're going to really build on that. These referees today are so monitored and measured and followed and rewatched, and it, it's it's almost well. I think it'd be a very difficult job. It wouldn't be for me um, because they are so monitored. Back in the day, it was a little less so. And and I have been in the NBA now. This is my fifty fourth year, right out of college, of being involved in the NBA. I have heard fifty four years of complaining about referees. Fifty four, even back when they had Mindy Rudolph and Richie Powers and two of them, same thing. It's a really tough job. It's a tough job. They're going to make mistakes, yes, and I've seen a number of them. But I, in general, I think they do a pretty outstanding job because, I don't know, this could be argumentative, and, and you football guys might, might tell me differently than the baseball guys, but I think being an NBA ref in the NBA would be harder than umpiring in baseball or, or calling games in football, I would think. I'm not authority. Can't be an authority on that. But it's such a tough job, Spark. And I think in general, and I have my moments with referees too. But in general, I think they're they're pretty darn outstanding. I I really do. When they're going to make some mistakes. When it comes to this basketball team right now, through three games, uh, obviously we talked about Middleton Bledsoe hasn't played all that great either. And thank goodness for the bench because the bench has really been helping these guys out, getting Malcolm Brogdon back. He's been as reliable as they come. George Hill, outside of one game where he didn't score, he's been as reliable as they come uh, and really been a big deal. I mean, overtime last night, uh, Bledsoe took an ill-advised three. Boonholzer pulled him, pulled him out uh, and made sure Hill and Brogdon were in the game and ran with those guys for a little while. Those two guys have just been huge in this series, Hill and Brogdon. I'll tell you what. I think what this bench has done and the depth of this team is one of the most impressive parts of our team. Uh, obviously, those are the guys that carried it last night because the defenses were geared around uh, Giannis, obviously, and and the, what I heard the national announcers talking about, about you know uh, Toronto's willing to give the shots up to our point guard and our, our star, uh, meaning jump shots, jump right. shots. Uh, I don't know that I would do that with Bledsoe all the time because he's, he can be pretty effective. Um, but our bench has been so impressive. I, I absolutely believe we're the deepest team in the NBA. Uh, I love the, the, the way this team pulls together. I love Coach Bud and the way that he remains positive and leads this team. 
And I'm not just shilling for this team. I'm, I'm just telling you, watching it all these years and being involved in it as a player and an announcer, it's impressive what this coach and this entire team has done. It really is. Now we just got to pay it off. And, John, to that, to that extent and to that ilk, what has this run meant to you? <laughs> well, it, it, it's exciting. And, and I think when I talked with you guys last time, I said, I, I really haven't a Bucks team that could win it all since 74. As good as we were in the 80s, and I love those Moncrief guys and, and Pressy and, and Sickman and Lanier and all of them, loved them, but just fractionally better. And But I believe this team could win it, and it has been so much fun. Their style, which I would have loved, by the way, as a player, their camaraderie, the way that they're led by the coach, what a good coach he is he doesn't coach from the negative standpoint he coaches from the positive standpoint and um and what it's done for the city and the new building i mean it's just thrilling to me and i'm so happy for all of us you still have the bucks win this series correct yep no doubt yep when you look at the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Toronto Raptors, do you think last night was probably all that Toronto can give? I, I, I do, Gary, but look, you, you've been a professional athlete. Right. You know, we, we can all say all these things and, and anticipate these things, and we can look statistically, uh, at, which is a big deal today, and, and, and a lot of it's really good. But the, the bottom line is you go out on the court, and it's five against five. And that sounds, oh, yeah, John, really good stuff. <laughs> I am telling you, you know, you, you can you lay out the game plan. You say, okay, guys, on the right side, we're going to go green defense, and, and which pushes baseline. We're going right. to go uh, yellow to the middle. We're going to do this. We're going to do it. You can take Bill Bradway, a Rhodes Scholar, and put him in a game, and you give him all of that stuff, and that's good. It's game prep. But then it breaks down when the play is taken away and all the five options are gone. Now it's me against you, Gary, mm-hmm. and we just make it happen. And 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 that you got to just let guys go. So I'm one of those to go. Well, you know, we can sweep them. We can... no man. You go out and you play the game on any given night. Correct. The worst team can beat the best team. Not necessarily in the playoffs over seven, but I think Toronto is good defensively. Apparently well coached. I don't. I can't speak to that. Looks like it with their game plan. Uh, hey man, we got to bring it. And then if we get past them, Golden State's going to be a monster. Right. You know, just defending them. So, but I do believe that um, us and Golden State are the best teams, and we're the only team that could beat them. Well, Johnny, once this thing gets to the NBA Finals. Let's hopefully get you in here and we can talk Bucks for a much longer extended time. We got a warm, comfy seat and you can sit right next to uh, LB and he'll tell you all about the plot to give you guys your own float in the uh, new 2019 victory parade. We're getting that done. Could you have LB pick me up and bring me in so I could, I could ride in style like in a you know, in a Rolls Royce. And he's such, a, oh, he's such got, a prima donna, isn't he? <laughs> we ain't got no Rolls Royce. I can get a, a Ford or a Lincoln uptown. Yeah. I can't get any. such on, a now. prima donna. We got to stay in Milwaukee with this championship. We hey, can't get too big. Hey, uh, are you selling autographs anywhere? Uh, I do. I've got one coming up in June. Uh-huh. I don't have the details on it, but. Okay. Uh, we'll give people the details. We got them. Okay. 
Well, good. He'll yeah. have he'll are have they, those details. Are when they going to send him a driver? Is what I'm getting to. You think they're going to send? Oh, him? Well, come on, kidding me. <laughs> By the way, I think um, <laughs> I think Terry Cummings is going to be in for that one. Hey, and they were trying to get Greg Smith in. I don't think he could. Um, they're working on you know another buck from the eighties. It's uh, June eighth from two to three o'clock in the afternoon at Waukesha Sports Cards, Johnny Mac. Man, that just show up two to three. I thought it was one thirty, but I'm not sure of that. Well, you may have to be there at one thirty to sign other autographs, but the public portion of it is two to three. You got to do private first, John. Mike. We got to get you that private first. Got to get you that private hey, money. Yeah, Rob ain't got hey, no I money, man. You got to get that private stuff. I want to sign somewhere with LB and and Gary. I want I want to sign with them. You know, because when you go somewhere with Packers, man, everybody shows up. You're right. You're right about that. When a bus right. when a bus goes. Just the hardcore and family show up. Well, you know what? You know who I would like to see more, though? Terry Cummings. That's a good get. I mean, I would love to see yeah. him more yeah. at Bucks functions, at games and stuff like that. He was a great player for us. Yeah, he was. Oh, man, man. It, it, that was a powerful dude. Right? And, 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 you know, musically, had great musical skills, a mm-hmm. preacher. Good dude. I, I liked him a whole bunch. Didn't, didn't speak a lot, and mm-hmm. when he did, you need to listen. Right. He was one of those. Well, they're bringing him in for that particular uh, signing, and and you know this Bucks ownership under Peter Fagan with Peter and the, and the pre- as our president, they're bringing in more and more guys from the past. You know, Oscar was at uh, the game two games ago, and right. I had a chance to spend uh, you know quite a bit of time with him there, which was really delightful, and they've done quite a bit of that, which is really great to see. Right. John, Thanks, appreciate it, man. We'll uh, we'll get you in here. Maybe we'll sign a couple of autographs with you and Leroy Butler uh, when once we get to the NBA Finals. All right, appreciate well, it. Well, you got to promise that, that they'll want mine, just not Leroy's, because you know, I mean, he's he's the pack. You know, well, we, his, we his know line I'm... is longer. He'll tell y'all any day. He'll tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. My line's longer, cause. John, appreciate it. We'll we talk you, soon. Johnny, Matt. We love you. I, I got him on you, brother. There <laughs> I know. Now. Take care. Right. Later. Bye, guys. Yeah. That's John McLaughlin joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019. Look no further. Call Great Midwest shooter Bank to today. Great shooter Midwest shooter. Bank. Providing simply local <laughs> common sense lending to your community since 1935. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.